Welcome to Fighting for the Underdog, the podcast that follows the tales of compassion and bravery of animal rights activists all over the world. As I interviewed these amazing people, I was truly inspired by the common theme of hope that they give to underdogs everywhere. They taught me that sometimes the greatest power an underdog possesses is never giving up hope. Hi, I'm Christina Bergston with the Animal Law Firm where we are fighting for the underdog. And today I would like to talk to you about the Amish. The reason I want to talk to you about the Amish is because we get a lot of people who buy puppies from them in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania has a very large Amish population and New Jersey and Pennsylvania fall victim to the Amish puppy mills that exist. I'm not saying every Amish person is a puppy mill, but the overwhelming majority of the statistics support that the Amish run puppy mills. And it is a very big problem all over the country, but especially here in Pennsylvania. Um, That said, there are Colorado Amish, but they're like a totally different breed of Amish. And I've actually never personally met any of them. I didn't know they had Colorado Amish until a few days ago, but whatever. It doesn't really matter. They don't have to be Amish to like run a puppy mill. There's plenty of people who do it who aren't Amish. But for some reason, there's a very large incidence of it here in Pennsylvania. Well, it's not for some reason, it's because there's a heavy concentration of Amish populations and they have different, they're still required to follow the rules when it comes to kennel registration and breeding practices and all the things that the law requires at a bare minimum to keep puppy mills from happening. But because so many Amish are so, invisible to a certain extent it they get away with it a lot easier than other people and a lot of people think for some reason and i don't know why that because it's amish that it's like coming from like a good wholesome place and they're more in tune with nature or whatever that's not true um amish people have been known to commit horrific abuse of animals because animals to them are not viewed the same way as we view them they're viewed more as working tools equipment farm equipment Um, there are a lot of horse rescues that exist actually that specifically rescue horses from amish farms because they get overworked and overdriven like all the things that are defined in animal cruelty statutes as animal cruelty so Um, Just because somebody's Amish doesn't mean that they're following the law and it doesn't mean that they have some sort of like better standard of care when it comes to puppies and animals. It's not like, oh yeah, my my farm dog just got out and had babies and here they are here. No, this is like a full-scale economic production and it's all cash-based. It's a cash-based business. Don't even get me started on how much I am not a fan of... (laughs) that whole situation. (laughs) Um, So yeah, so be really careful. One of the ways that you can tell any breeder, not just Amish breeders, that they're not doing things in a healthy way for the animal is if you ask to see the mother. Always ask to see the mother. Can I see the mother dog? Can I see where the mother dog lives? Can I see where the mother dog keeps, like, suckles her puppies can i see the food that you feed her can i see where the puppies play if you ask these questions and they give you answers that are not straightforward or they make up excuses why you can't see any of this stuff walk away right now because i guarantee you that that's a puppy mill 
And even more importantly, you should probably report it to the Pennsylvania Department of Agriculture. Part of the reason why puppy mills exist is because and it's not just Pennsylvania, this is every state, the Department of Agriculture, whatever body, in, in Colorado, it's the, it's PACFA, the Pet Animal Care Facility Act, they have a special organization, like administrative organization that oversees like all kennel boarding, breeding operations in Colorado. In New Jersey and uh, Pennsylvania, it's like dog wardens to a certain extent, and, and they are called dog wardens, so don't get mad at me, in Pennsylvania they're called dog wardens, and then uh, sometimes they are in New Jersey as well, depending on the jurisdiction. But anyway, so in certain jurisdictions, um, dog wardens might get involved, but for the most part, it's the Department of Agriculture and the Department of Health and Human Services, I think, can also get involved in certain situations. So if you find a puppy mill, report it to the Department of Agriculture if you live in Pennsylvania or New Jersey, or report it to PACFA, P-A-C-F-A. -A. It stands for Pet Animal Care Facilities Act. There's an organization that was created under that law for um, illegal breeding operations or kennel operations. So most importantly, just don't, just don't go to Amish country. There's no reason for it. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't say that, but it's just, I just, the, it, I, they're just known very much for their animal abuses. And so I really like to kind of dispel that myth that the Amish are somehow like closer to God or closer to nature or whatever. They're not. Uh, they're people just like you and me. They're running a business and they have a different perspective when it comes to animals than someone like you and me who has grown up in modern society and i'm not saying one is better than the other i prefer one over the other personally and we are all entitled to our opinions um, but i just want to dispel the myth that there is something better about something when it comes from amish country because that is not always the case and i'm sure there are lots of very nice amish people out there who do very good work and treat animals with love and respect and care. But unfortunately, there's enough bad ones out there that sell puppies and don't care about their breeding standards and they're just like money machines um, to make it very, very dangerous, risky to buy an animal from an Amish breeding facility. So be careful, stay safe, always ask questions, always ask for proof, always ask to see what it is you're buying before you buy it. And if you do buy something, if you do buy a puppy that is unhealthy, sick, that it dies within a few weeks of you buying the puppy, any problems from any breeder, whether it's Amish or not, give us a call because we can help you. And um, if you saw my video on the Consumer Protection Act, you already know that you can get triple damages under the Consumer Protection Act. So anyone who sells puppies as a regular course of business, whether they're a hobby breeder or not, if they're making money off of it, if they sell, if they advertise, they fall under the Consumer Protection Act, give us a call because you might be able to get triple damages if we're successful on a Consumer Protection Act claim against a breeder for false advertising. If you haven't watched my video, that was basically the small, the short version of my video, but go ahead and watch that video because it's also really interesting and good to know. So thanks very much for tuning in. Stay safe out there, underdogs. Until next time. That was such an inspiring interview. I learned so much and I hope you did too. If you were moved as much as I was and want to support this amazing organization, 
Please visit my website at theanimallawfirm.com and check out our merch page, or follow the links to donate to this organization directly. All profits from merchandise sold on my website go to support the guests on my show. If you want to support the podcast, please share us on social media and give us a five-star review. It really does help. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, my fellow underdogs. Thank you.